friends, it's Lana, and welcome to Help Your Happy, a podcast hosted by yours truly. In each episode, I'll be diving into those sweet and not-so-sweet lessons I've learned in hopes just one of you will benefit. My mission is to create an honest and open space where everyone feels welcome and a community that wants to become the best version of themselves. I believe everyone is deserving of a happy and fulfilling life. I'm just here to help you get there or help keep you on track. We wear our heart on our sleeves here, so no topic is off limits. So if you'd like to join me, let's get into it. episode is going to be about my experience with the military this far and some tips if you're thinking about joining the military or if you're just curious on what the military life is like. The military is not for everybody and you should not join if you are very impatient. You should not join if it is for financial purposes and you should not join if you do not like being told what to do, where to go, what to look like. The military has control over your entire life, and that is not a joke, and they are not lying to you when they say that you are signing your rights away when you sign that contract. So now that that's out of the way, I'm gonna talk about my personal experience and how I see things. Every state does things a little differently. Every unit does things their own way, and all leadership is going to treat their soldiers a different freaking way. So don't take much away from this if you are in a different state, if you're thinking about joining a different branch or a different MOS. Like I said, I'm with the Wisconsin National Guard and I am an 88 Mike, which is a motor vehicle operator. So I drive trucks. That is a fancy way of saying that I am a truck driver. It is interesting because anytime that I say that, people are like, oh, what? You did not look like you would be in the military. At the same time, I do, because if you are a part of the armed forces, if you will, everyone looks a little bit different. Nobody has a set characteristic that makes you stand out and makes you look like you're more so in the military than somebody else. We all come from different backgrounds, and that's what I really like about the military is that everybody is so different. And we're also very alike at the same time. It's kind of a weird concept. But there's also new people always joining the military. So if you get to your unit and there's not really anyone that you can click with, just hang in there. I guarantee there's going to be somebody else that's almost done with basic or transferring units. And you will find somebody that you relate to. And it'll make those drill weekends a little bit more bearable. But let's rewind to basic training and what got me to sign that contract in the first place. So I joined at a very low point in my life, and I do not recommend doing that because you really do need to have a strong head on your shoulders before you go to basic training because it is all about your mentality and you're going to need a strong head on your shoulders to get you through some of the things that you do in basic training. Not that it's going to cause you PTSD or anything, but 
there are some scenarios that clearly not everyone is born to do. And so any type of change in your environment is going to be stressful and it's going to test you. But for me, I felt like my life was kind of just downward spiraling and I had just moved to Madison and I was at a very funky place in my life. I was very unhappy. I had not much going for me, was not practicing my career that I had gone to school for and my life was just at a plateau. Like everything just kind of stopped for me. I'm like, okay, what am I doing with my life? Like I wasn't having kids. I'm not married. I was barely in a serious relationship at that time. I had literally just started talking to Brett about two months prior to me leaving for basic. Talk about bad timing. I had just hired on a girl at my job who was a part of the National Guard, and that was a big reason why I decided to join because she is in beauty pageants and she is badass. And I was like, dude, if she can look like that and be a part of the military, like, okay, maybe I can do this. So like I said, I was not in a very good place in my life, but I also knew that to get out of some of the things that I did, I had to have a very strong mentality and I got myself out of those things and made some massive steps to work towards getting to a better place in my life. And I knew that if I could do that on my own, that I could do basic training, that I had been through far worse throughout my life, that basic would be kind of a breeze because it's all about being mentally tough. And I knew that if that was where God wanted me, that the rest would kind of just fall into place. So after meeting with the recruiter and getting all of the information about what it would be like and what the beginning process is to join, I went home, looked at the papers, Signed them literally three days later, and I was off to basic training 19 days after MEPS. So MEPS is a processing center that you go, you take your ASVAB test, and that score determines what job that you are eligible for. But I had already known what job that I wanted just because that was the job that the girl who introduced me to the military had as well. So I figured that it would be a good fit for me too. And I'm not saying that I made the wrong decision with doing it that way, but it is a six-year commitment that I chose for myself. And you can't base what's right for yourself based off of what's right for somebody else. Does that make sense? I'm not really sure how to word that, but you can't decide what job that you're going to have for the next six years of your life because someone else decided that that was right for them, you know? So I look back and I'm like, mm, maybe I definitely should have chosen something that was a little bit more suitable to my lifestyle because going to drill and starting up them trucks, like it's just not my forte. So that's probably the main lesson that I've learned, um, signing any important documentation. Just make sure that it's going to be a good fit for you. So I'm going to go into basic training now. It's honestly all kind of a blur, but I'm going to do my best to explain it. So first, you obviously pack your bags, and I got the packing list off of YouTube. You wear your civilian clothes, which is just normal clothing, something comfy, because you're going to be traveling depending upon 
where you're coming from. I had to travel to Fort Leonard Wood and I was coming from Wisconsin. So got into the plane in Madison and then we met up in Chicago with everybody else. And then we all got on a flight to St. Louis. And then from there, there was a massive waiting game. And then we, I believe, got on a bus to Fort Leonard Wood, which was a couple of hours away. We were supposed to use that time to sleep, but yeah, there was no freaking way that that was happening. I was so nervous and I wish that I could have calmed down because I didn't realize I would not then be sleeping until the next night. So this was at about 11 o'clock at night that we got onto the bus. We got to reception around 2.30 in the morning and they started processing us immediately and we started going over everything at 2.30 in the freaking morning. So our wake up was at 6, I think, and we didn't get done with everything that they had us do until 4.30. So we got to sleep for one hour and then we were balls to the wall the next day until about 8 o'clock at night when we finally got to sleep. So talk about a rude awakening and me questioning what the F I was doing. And I'm not going to lie, if you haven't had any previous experience with any military-related things, the civilian people that work to process you at reception are terrifying and they're extremely rude. So if you're about to go to basic and you have no idea what you're in for, just be ready. Like, don't talk back. Don't have an attitude. Don't touch your face because that's what I had to learn the hard way. They do not like when you touch your face. They don't like if you touch your glasses. Just keep your hands to your freaking self. Like I would just sit on my hands if I were you. Like honestly, that's how awful that my experience was and I have PTSD from it 100%. Now I'm going to jump to when we actually went to basic So you have a couple of days, psych, I think it was a whole week. You have a whole week of processing. So you are pretty much just posted up in an air-conditioned building, extremely sleep-deprived, and questioning your whole life until they tell you, okay, it's time, ready for the shark attack? So you get out of this bus, and there are probably... 30 drill sergeants and I honestly do not remember that day very well. I remember you have to carry all of your bags which are literally two times your weight and you have to run as fast as you can in this 110 degree weather and 100% humidity. You feel like your heart is going to explode out of your face There's drill sergeants running after you. Literally, it's like you're in a haunted house, but this is your new life. Like, welcome. So after that, everything else is pretty much a blur from red phase. To give you a quick rundown, red phase is the worst. Like you're trying to get acclimated to your new surroundings and you're trying to get used to the drill sergeants yelling at you, waking up at 4 a.m. for PT having a one-hour fire guard shift in the middle of your sleep that you desperately need, and you're going through a thousand and one briefs for like two and a half hours a day. Sometimes it'd be the entire day and you cannot fall asleep or you're pretty much like asking to die. So it's just all a massive adjustment throughout red phase. And then white phase, it gets a little bit easier. It's, you know, you're about halfway through and you're getting used to the whole chow thing. Like, There's a whole order in 
the DFAC, which is where you go eat. And I know I had a pretty strict company. We could not eat with forks or knives. We were forced to eat with spoons the entire time. And that concept was so that you could shovel the food in your mouth faster. And we had six minutes to eat. And that was only in white phase. I think we had like four minutes to eat or something like that in red phase. So as you progressed in phases, you got a little bit more time to eat. And then blue phase was where you had the most privileges. You could get your phone, call a family member for like, I think we had like 15 minutes, which was really generous because I know some companies didn't even get their phone at all. On the 4th of July, we got to go to some festival and we got to eat whatever we wanted. And then of course they punished us when we got back, but it was well worth it. I got some fried Oreos and that was like the highlight of my life. Blue phase was definitely a lot better. I was just beyond ready to get home and to be with my family. I'm gonna be honest, you kind of mentally block yourself out from feeling emotion. And that was one of the hardest things about being away was that you know that you have to be away so it's not a choice but you kind of start forgetting like who you were before the military and it's just a trap like they just mentally wear you down to almost nothing and then that's the whole concept and they build you up as a soldier um so I will say I definitely felt a lot stronger mentally when I got done even before AIT which is where you go on after you get done with basic and that's your job training. Just being able to make it through basic and making it through the ruck marches and the weapons qualifications and just doing things that I have never in my wildest dreams did I ever picture myself doing. It's a very proud moment for myself as it should be. Like not everybody is cut out for the military and they definitely have you do things that have you questioning a lot of what you think is normal and they definitely show you that you have a tough side to you that you didn't even know was there. That is a very good feeling. Once you come out of it on the other side and you complete basic training and you see like how much you've grown as a person And I personally could never and would never go back to the way that I was prior to basic. I know my mentality is just, it's impossible to shift it back to the way that it was now that I am where I am. So once you complete basic training, you go on to AIT and that is where you train for your job. Now, I joined when they were just bringing drill sergeants back into AIT I know for a while there were no drill sergeants. And on top of it, I had a very strict company in AIT. So things were just overall not as easy as I had anticipated for them to be. Going from basic training to AIT, I was under the impression that it would be a lot easier and a lot more relaxed. And that was just not the case at all. So there was definitely another transition period It kind of felt like they still did the phases with us, even though we had already completed basic. It felt like we still had a red phase, a white phase, and a blue phase in AIT, even though, like I said, we were already pretty much soldiers. And on top of that, you're no longer in barracks with all of the females. You just are sharing a room with two roommates. So it's more of like a dorm setup rather than a barrack. 
And so you feel like you have a lot more freedom, but that's not the case. You now have your room checks where the drill sergeants come in and they check that everything is to the standard that they have set. And it's just a lot mentally, but once you're in it, you are fully in it and you really will figure out a way that it's not so taxing on you and it's not so emotionally draining to wake up and make your bed to the specific standard to make sure that everything is clean and to the way that they want it. It's just your way of life at that point and that's what you have to do to get out and all you want is to go home and to live the life that you had prior to going to basic. So you're going to do whatever needs to be done to go home. So it really doesn't feel in that moment like it's that exhausting, but looking back on it, it definitely is so much work, but it really teaches you a lot of discipline. And if I had to go back and tell myself one piece of advice, knowing what I do now, it would be to write in my journal every single day because a lot of your time is spent just trying to survive and trying to get through it, and you're so mentally drained after your days that it's really hard to write every single day, but I would definitely make it a point to go back and make sure that I'm journaling every single day, because now being out of it, I do wish that I had that. But my advice to anyone thinking about joining is to get really good at push-ups before you go, And if you can't do that, because I could barely do 30 in the two minutes that were allowed, if you don't have time to get really good at push-ups, just know that you're going to get strong while you're there. So don't be too hard on yourself if you want to join, but you're not physically there yet. Don't worry about it. The drill sergeants will get you right. (laughs) But all jokes aside... It is by far the best decision that I have made for myself. And I think if it's something that you're considering, even a little bit, you should definitely go meet with a recruiter just to see what the military could offer you. And if you decide not to join, no harm, no foul. At least you know, rather than kind of questioning it, like, oh, dang, I should have met with a recruiter when I was younger. I don't know why I didn't join. Because it could be a really good fit for you and it could be something that changes your life too. But yeah, I have been on federal orders since August of 2020, and we are now in March of 2021, and these orders are not ending until September 30th. So I will be serving for an entire year, which honestly, I feel really grateful that I have this opportunity, and I'm glad that I'm able to just do something positive when this last year has been anything but positive. So I'm just really grateful. Um, That is all I have for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And like I said, if you're thinking about joining the military and whatever I said sounds kind of exciting, um, I think you should definitely go talk to a recruiter and just weigh your options. I will talk to you guys again very soon and let your sparkle shine. Bye. 